Mabuhay! My name is Fred Doc Dossel with Mabuhay Credit Union, and it is my pleasure to welcome you all back to Mabuhay Community Corner. If you haven't visited with us before, this is a vlog and a podcast that aims to highlight and to honor our Mabuhay community. Here with us virtually today is Consul Diane Miranda Pastrana from the Philippine Consulate General in Los Angeles. Daghang salamat, Consul Diane, for visiting with us here today. How are you? I'm good, Fred. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's definitely our pleasure to have you represent the consulate uh, in, you know, at the Mabuhay Community Corner. Now, speaking of the consulate, right, what does the, uh, the Philippine Consulate General of Los Angeles cover? Uh, and how many Filipinos do you represent? I know there's over 4 million Filipinos across the U.S. Yes, uh, thank you for asking that. The Philippine Consulate General in Los Angeles covers uh, Southern California, Southern Nevada, and Arizona. We have jurisdiction over 1.3 million Filipinos and Filipino Americans. So we have the largest concentration of Filipinos in all of the Americas. Wow. Yeah, that's that's definitely a significant number of the. I think last number I saw was uh, just about four and a half million throughout the U.S., right? So that's yeah. just about a fifth. That's amazing. Now, what are some of the uh, the consular services that the consulates provide to our community, our Kababayans out here? So for our services, we offer, um, of course, passport application, uh, consular notarization of documents, uh, dual citizenship. We also have um, SSS services. These are the services that require online appointment. So we also have services which are rendered by mail. So that civil registry that is uh, reports of birth, marriage, or death, or issuance of consular mortuary certificate, visas for foreign nationals traveling to the Philippines, uh, travel documents, and of certified true copies of passport and dual citizenship documents and uh, NBI clearances. Of course, aside from our consular services, we also continue to serve our Kababayans, overseas Filipinos in distress, through our Assistance to Nationals program, or ATN in short. This includes handling human trafficking cases, domestic violence, attending to the needs of Filipino detainees, shipment of remains, repatriation, and many more. I handle that with my ATN officer, Hazel Mendoza. Aside from that, we also have our engagement with the community as well as the implementation of our cultural programs. And I am assisted in that area by our cultural officer, Dolores Sales. That is a lot that you do for our community. And uh, I'm sure I speak on behalf of uh, the rest of our Kababayans here in Carson in the South Bay and Los Angeles area. When we say thank you so much for everything that you do. I mean, that's like, you know, that list that you said, which... I would imagine isn't even the, the full list. That's a lot of things that, that you really do in service of our community. Now, we are in a very unique time right now, you know, given the, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. How has, um, you know, coronavirus, the COVID-19 pandemic affected the, uh, the services and, and how you're able to provide them, uh, you know, the, the, the consulate does? Under the new normal operations of the Consulate General, um, applicants can only avail of consular services either by prior appointment set online 
or by mail, depending on what service it is. So part of setting an appointment on our website is accomplishing a COVID-19 health declaration form to ensure everyone's safety when coming to the Consulate General. Applicants with confirmed appointments need to register first at our registration desk located at the lobby. So if a client goes straight to the fifth floor, they will be asked to go back to the lobby to complete the registration procedures. So uh, they, they have to accomplish the online health declaration form. This is for contract contact tracing and to ascertain that they remain in good health condition on the day of their appointment. So before entering the hall, the community hall, which also serves as our consular waiting area, the applicant's body temperature will be checked using a contactless thermometer. Chairs inside the community hall are also spaced six feet apart from each other to observe uh, physical distancing. These uh, rules or guidelines are all published in our website. So strictly no appointment, no service, no mask or face covering, no entry. So you have to come with complete requirements so that you don't have to linger in the office. You have to come alone, only applicants will be allowed to enter, so non-essential companions will be asked to wait outside. So you have to come at the appointed time and bring your own pen, bring cash because we don't allow payment of by credit card. So you have to bring cash or cashier's check or money order. And if you are unwell, please stay at home since your temperature will be checked at the door. So if you have symptoms, you'll be asked to come back on another day. So these are some of the measures that we've implemented. This is also for the safety of our clients. Yes, uh, I, I completely agree. I'm, I'm very glad to hear that you do have, uh, you know, all these protocols in place because like you mentioned, it's, it's yes, it's for the safety of our community, but also for the safety of this consulate staff. Um, so, you know, just as a reminder, those that are watching that wants to, to, you know, to conduct business at the consulate, be sure that you set an appointment online um, because it's, you know, there, there's no walk-in uh, anymore uh, and uh, online is the way to go. Now, you know, in, in doing what I do, consul, um, a lot of people know that, you know, I do have a relationship with the Philippine consulate. And there's two questions that have been asked multiple times, uh, and I would like to, you know, to, to hear from you so that our, our viewers or you know our audience can can hear straight from you. Um, well, one again during you know this this current time right now, how has uh, travel to and from the Philippines been disrupted? I know there was a time where you know non citizens weren't allowed, and then you know where we're at now. How has that been um, changed? from you know the norm well as you may have heard recently there has been new travel restrictions for foreigners coming from 35 uh, countries which include the united states this is because of the new covid 19 strain so under the new guidelines again we go back to the old rules that only filipinos are allowed entry into the philippines that is why we strongly advise everyone to reconsider their travel plans to the philippines for the duration of the travel restrictions to avoid avoid personal inconvenience and as well as to prevent, of course, the incidence of the new strain into the country. So we urge everyone to check with their 
airlines first before booking their tickets as information published today can change anytime. This is implemented by the interagencies in the Philippines. We urge everyone to check with their airlines first. Unfortunately, for foreigners are not allowed entry as of the moment, and only Filipinos are allowed entry into the Philippines. So suffice it to say, it, it's a very fluid scenario. That's why they have to check the news, they have to call the consulate or check with their airlines. Right now, uh, in January 2021, unfortunately, it's, it's uh, only uh, Filipino citizens that can uh, travel to the Philippines. Now, actually, on that note, the other question that I get a lot of uh, calls about, what is the dual citizenship process? I mean, how has that changed uh, recently? I mean, is, is that, you know, um, how, how does one apply to become a dual citizen? Yes, for a dual citizenship, as I mentioned earlier, you have to book an appointment online through our website. For documentary requirements, um, everything is also laid out in, in our website, but the primary document that we require is the birth certificate from the Philippine Statistics Authority. So if you have the PSTA birth certificate, then what you need to bring is only the, that birth certificate and your U.S. naturalization certificate and, of course, the application form. So if you don't have your birth certificate, then that's the time that we require other documents. So birth certificate, naturalization forms, and then the application Yes, that's that's the primary document that we require. If you don't have the birth certificate, then that's the time that we require other documents and we assess. Uh, we need your birth certificate because, as you know, the basis of Philippine citizenship is through the citizenship of your parents. Your parents were Filipinos at the time of your birth. So if you don't have that document, then we have to look into other documents and check your Filipino citizenship. Uh, some of the requirements that we ask is a voter certificate, since as a Filipino, if you can vote, then uh, that establishes you as a former Filipino. Uh, if you have a PRC ID, since uh, some professions in the Philippines are only available to Filipinos, then so that is also a proof that you are Filipino. So that's why we we base it on the documents that you present and we assess accordingly. Gotcha. Now, if somebody came in, you know, set the appointment, brought all the required documents, um, how long typically would uh, this you know application for, for dual citizenship uh, take? We, we do the oath taking twice a day. So if you arrive in the morning before 11 a.m., uh, oath taking is usually done at 12 noon. So if you arrive before 11, then you get your certificate in the morning. And if you arrive after 12 noon, then you'll be able to get the certificate after 3 p.m. since you'll be taking your oath around 3 to 4 p.m. Nice. So it's same day. Yes, same, same day, same day processing and same day um, release as well. That's awesome. That's that's definitely good news. Um, especially, you know, we do have a lot of uh, uh, Kababayans or former Kababayans that, uh, you know, want to go back home to the Philippines. And with the new COVID-19 restrictions, if that's the way for them to be able to go back, then 
I guess, uh, you know, well, plus there's other benefits, obviously, uh, for dual citizenship, supporting, you know, the country, right? Yes, because um, actually, Fred, when when the news that former Filipinos are allowed entry already, I think there was a a, a decrease in the booking of uh, dual citizenship appointments, but due to the changes right now, I think I'm I'm not sure if they're going to um, file appointments again. But um, I want to inform our Kababayans, of course, that um, all appointments are filled uh, filled up until February. So um, we will release uh, new appointment slots for March and April on the 15th of February in the morning of the 15th of February. So they, if they want to book an appointment, then they'll have to watch out our notice for February 15th. So I'm sure a lot of people are going to be keeping a very close eye. Yes, because that will be for appointments for March and April. Now, for you know, for anyone that has additional or specific uh, consular questions, how can they contact uh, you know the Philippine consulate? What's the website? What's the phone number? Our trunk line number during office hours is uh, 213-639-0980. So that's during office hours. After office hours, we have two um, emergency hotlines. Um, it's 213-268-9990 and 213-269-7852. For uh, Filipinos in distress and require emergency um, assistance, we have our Assistance to Nationals hotline, which is 213-587-0758. If they require the services of uh, Social Security Services, um, their number is 213-432-7402. And if they have labor uh, issues um, as workers, then they can call also our Philippine Overseas Labor Office. It's 213-944-2599 and 213-223-1120. These uh, numbers are actually indicated in our website as well. Um, as an alternative to calling, we also urge everyone to um, click on the Contact Us tab in our website. We specifically refer it to the section that it services their um, consular questions. Perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you so much again, uh, Consul Diane, for helping to, to enlighten our audience about the Philippine Consulate General here in LA and how you serve our Mabuhay community. Now, if, if you haven't done so, please ensure to subscribe to our channel uh, to follow our show and the rest of the content that we put up. So now in closing, allow me to share today's penny for your thoughts. You can take the Filipino out of the Philippines, but you can never take the Philippines out of the Filipino. Salamat and mabuhay.